Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. All right. Well, here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here we are. Team Boswell, uh, Melina, David, Andrew, Spoon. And uh, we're sitting at the table, the podcast table, the new podcast table here at the club in Riverside. And uh, we thought it was important to have a conversation about um, kind of where we are. Just a, maybe it's a uh, location, like how do you locate, like just letting you locate us, I guess. It's like locating the Boswells. Where are we? What are we up to? What's been going on? So, uh, you know, full transparency, David and Andrew is the most, you know, not comfortable to have these kinds of conversations. But, and then even for me, frankly, not comfortable talking about, you know, ourselves. You know why? Because we think nobody cares. Well, that's what I think. I think, ah, nobody wants to hear about what's been going on with us. But I know that people do. So um, wanted to just talk about how you know, the last four and a half, almost five years, we're coming on to five years right now, which is shocking that um, you guys essentially gave up your lives in Idaho as you knew them and decided to come home when your dad died and uh, – Help me run this business here uh, and the magnitude of that. Mm-hmm. And we we did a podcast when you guys first came home, you know, hey, David and Andrew are home and what are we going to do? And so then the last four and a half years has been, you know, lots of triumphs and train wrecks along the way. And uh, I think we wanted people to kind of, sh- we just wanted to share a little bit about what our journey has been like and um, mm. where we're headed you know, um, most importantly, I think, uh, is where we're going and what to look forward to, but also not forgetting or letting go of what the journey has been like, because it hasn't been, and not documenting it. I think it's important to document the journey. So um, we didn't really, that's all we really planned talking (laughs) about. (laughs) I think, you know, for me, like, obviously it's uncomfortable for us. It's uncomfortable. But the reason I... Well, the way that I can, you know, I guess, get myself ready to have this conversation is really just because, uh, like, somebody will hear mm-hmm. our story, even if it's for one person. Every time I put myself out there and I, I talk about just my my story, somebody mm-hmm. is moved by it or somebody can relate. People want to relate. People want, you know, and so if somebody, if one person hears it and is able to have a positive effect on them in some way or, or get somebody to move forward in some way mm-hmm. or to stay in mm-hmm. or to fight or mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. it is. Cause really like, I mean, we dropped our whole, we, you know, we did drop our whole lives. You know? yeah. So this is, it's, I was just thinking about it the other day. Um, it's taken five years for me and I'm still not at a place where I like understand what my new life is, like where mm-hmm. I really have a handle on my new life because I mean, we had a, you know, we were comfortable. Yes. And so five years has gone by nearly and it doesn't, does it feel like five years to you? No, no. it doesn't feel like five. Pull that. Yeah. 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 It doesn't, it doesn't feel like five years to me. What about you? No. no. I was literally Isn't thinking it weird? Like Don't half you feel of like a it's, decade. Yeah. I know half of a decade. I was thinking feels like one year. I swear. No, no. Well, until you start to think about all the shit that's happened. Yeah. But it's like <laughs> everything for me is like a little blurb 
It's oh. like all these little blurbs over the, it, and it's like it kind of adds up to like one and a half years in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's what I mean? It's kind of crazy to think like half my time at the club has been with your dad and half of it has like almost been without him now. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that stuns me. I mean, that stuns me. That makes me, yeah, that almost made me lose my breath. Because that is really shocking to imagine. I, I guess I've had those kinds of thoughts too, and you know, wondering, should we, should we be <laughs> further? Should we, you know what uh -huh. I mean? Like, should we be, should we be all better now? Should we be healed? Should we be? Should it not be? Is it, is it not as shocking to everyone else as it is to us? You know, because it's still, I think, I think we all still live in. Maybe not shocking. Maybe it's um raw. You know the rawness of it, mm -hmm. and how we feel so tender about it. And uh, maybe other people don't think they don't feel as tender as us. You know what I'm saying? Like why why aren't we just over it? Mm. It's, it's weird. It's weird, but it's not. You know. And I think about my nephew, and um, it's coming up on 20 years ago that Brad died. Mm. It's going to be 20 years in May. Can you believe that? Yeah. I mean, for I mean, it, that's how fast time goes. You know, it's just really crazy, really, really crazy. Yeah. So, um, I I think you know, for me, I'll just I'll start like if I were to summarize, you know, um, I think you know one of the weird things that happened is that we had COVID in between, so mm. COVID made everything ultra yeah. weird. Are we going to close the club? Yeah. Do we have to close the club yeah. down? Yeah, what? For real? Like, you know, so it was like, you know, we we made it through 2018. I think I feel like the first year because it was March, right? So you guys were home immediately. We did our first three-day live event in April of 2018 mm -hmm. without dad. And you guys were here for that, yep. right? So it's like now, um, you know, it was like, you know, 2018 to 2019 and then 2019, Andrew moved to Hawaii, right? Because we, you know, so we had that kind of, we were riding that high almost of, you know, we we're opening up a club in Hawaii. And so we're, we were going back and forth and we had, we were super focused on building and doing something new. And then Andrew moves. And so, you know, it was, it, we did one event in, in July of 2019. We did our second event in February of 2020. In Hawaii. In yeah. Hawaii. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And right. And we were there. I mean, and then you came home with me at the end of I was uh, me and Spoon were in Hawaii the whole month of February. David was there in the beginning and then we were there the whole month with you. And then we came back. Yeah, because I think it was like the first weekend of, of February. And then we came back and and um, then we, you know, we're, we, we agreed we're always going to be together on March 14th. And then literally March 15th, 2020 is the day we got shut down. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so, and then I told Andrew, I don't want you to go. I don't think you should go back, back home because we just didn't know what was going on. And I was afraid you would get stuck, you know, like on the island. And I well, wouldn't I couldn't do anything at home that I could, couldn't do remotely anyway. Right. Because right. everything was so shut down. There wasn't anything I couldn't do in Hawaii from California. Right. Because of that. Right. Yeah. So then it was just, then we had COVID, you know, and then we went into overdrive I think, you know, during COVID, I know we, you know, we just ran like crazy and uh, did, you know, made so many pivots to make everything virtual, to make everything digital. And that was, was just work, 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 work. And then I, you know, hit the wall in the summer, late summer of 2020. I hit, I just hit the wall. Mm. And uh, yeah, I think that's one of the, one of the important things to hit on is like the fact that this hasn't been clean. Like we've have no. been so messy and. It's been, I mean, 
you think about you got like two construction workers, you know, who <laughs> yeah. like never mind the natural skill or, mm-hmm. or but technical skill right. when it comes down to technical skill. Right. I mean we've only we only have as much training as we've picked up over the years by by being around and by listening. So all the skill set is there maybe naturally but I mean our skill set was really in construction. That's what we were good at. That's what we were doing full time. So to well, I had learned real estate early, but it's also important to note that it's a perishable skill. Mm-hmm. Real estate is very much yeah, like you're out of practice. That's, that's trained and learned, it's a perishable skill. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> so very much out of practice for me. Yeah. 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 And for me, it was more like I hadn't really learned real estate other than just, you know, being around and understanding opportunities. And just by knowing and understanding the opportunities, I mean, we had two two properties in Idaho just exactly. by simply having the knowledge of what's possible, what kind <laughs> yeah. of opportunities you can. Yeah. You got deals while living in Idaho. Yeah. When didn't you were know like, I really got a Could deal. you buy a beer? I mean, I don't even know if you could buy a beer when you go. Uh, <laughs> uh, he could buy that. Yeah. He could he buy could. that. Settle down. <laughs> yeah. 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 He could buy that. Yeah. So, I mean, but it was still, you were really young. You still picked up, you know, two deals. That, so. was, be- that was before I, that was, we cleaned that house out uh-huh. on my visit to Idaho the week before I left to basic training. That's right. Which house? Ross. Ross. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was, we cleaned Ross out. That was the first time that I saw it. Oh, yeah. Wow. That's that was crazy. <laughs> Ross was nasty. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it it was, was funky. Bad, bad. Yeah. We, that was us. That, that was, was us for doing it. Well, no. So maybe yeah. I wasn't cleaning out then. I remember we went over there. The first time I saw Ross was when I was visiting because we, we went with Shane in that red Jeep. I remember we drove all the way from, from Shout out, Shane. Garfield. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the way from Garfield over there. That was the first time I had ever even been on that side of town because I was just visiting. That was before I moved there. Mm-hmm. And then, so that was early. That was well before. Well, when did you go in? 2013. Yeah, it was 2013. And um, so I just been, remember. That would have been like Kovu was a Kovu 13. was a puppy and Kendra was pregnant with Trinity. I have a picture still of Kovu that I took. Uh-huh in your apartment on that visit when he was 10 weeks old, like sitting on my chest and he's just a little guy. He's so small. Yeah. He's literally his he whole body is the size of that. His head is now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cute. Yeah. Oh, that's right. He was so in love with spoon. Remember yeah, he, he wouldn't get off spoon. She'd always be pushing puppy. him off. <laughs> it's cause you have a white blanket full of hair when he got off you yeah. anyway. But <clears throat> my point is yeah. just that even before, even before we decided, or, you know, David got, any kind of real focus on real estate, it was still in our mind. Yeah. He mm-hmm. knew enough about it to find his own house that way. We knew we were gum- coming back to California. Right. We knew right. we were going to There was to always be, a plan of succession. Yeah, we from, just, we needed mm-hmm. another, you know, probably five, 10 years. Five, ten, maybe five, five, ten. Maybe five to start transitioning you and then 10 yeah. to take over. In 2018, I thought I had about six years left in Idaho. I thought that I would be. I, I th- wasn't sure I would ever come back. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't want I didn't know that. I love Idaho. Yeah. yeah. I also love Idaho, but I I mean, I've always planned to come home. I would have gotten sick of it. I definitely was getting sick of it too. It's just I always tell people it's a it's a I love that place to death, but if you're not from there, it's more of a go there to retire place, not a go there to grow place. Right. That's yeah. very very true. There's just limited opportunity. Right. It's, a, it's just small town. It's small town living. It's, you know, yeah. men <laughs> are either skilled tradesmen you know, for the most part, or like, I don't know, you know, something else or like a doctor, you know, right. in an office. Yeah. For the yeah. Most yeah. Part. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Fa- and then, you know, the same thing. It's like just, a professional. It, mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a very, it's almost like a structured way of life. Like they just kind of mm-hmm. know what it's going to be out there, which is great and very simple 
and peaceful. That's so funny. But it's so funny that you're saying this. Yeah. I love it. I mean, it's funny because it's so um, traditional American. Yeah, it's just very hard to make a big impact that way. That's In, what it comes yeah. down to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Very, very true. Uh, how did you feel like, do you ever think about like waking up every, having to wake up every single day and be somewhere like uh, at a certain time and how, you know, your life's transitioned to now? Yeah, I wake up every day and I go start my truck before I go to the gym and the coldest it is is 40 degrees versus uh-huh. having to go start it before work uh-huh. when it's like negative six. Yeah, in the middle of January. And realizing I'm going to have to spend 10, 10 to 12 hours outside working in that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I do think about that a lot, actually. I think about the difference yeah. in what my life was. I remember being in working in construction and thinking like every single day just dreading waking up and not wanting to go to work. I really didn't want to. I was like knew I was going to do it. I was in a place where I knew I was going to go no matter what. I was going to get up and go every day, but I was for sure in a place where I didn't want to be doing that anymore. And I was looking for other avenues and wait and things that I could be doing to even prep myself for when we came back here. Um, so then when dad died and it was just that instant, I remember having that realization because the morning he died, I, I remember I was driving up through the hills. I had a brand new work van that I had just got. And I was driving up through the hills and I was just screaming and crying, like freaking out. And I remember coming to the realization, like, I'm not going to have to work construction right now. Like, I, it just like in the back of my mind, you know, no. dealing with like all of the crazy mm-hmm. thoughts that are. But I remember having that realization, like, I don't, what am, how's that going to look like? What are we going to do? And then there's a transition where you like don't have to do, you don't have to wake up. Mm-hmm. You don't have, you don't, yeah, you don't you have, have a to clock be to there. Punch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so that becomes a whole different animal in itself. Right. You know? Yeah. So that is a very good point because I think that we've had that and you and I have been having this conversation recently about, um, you know, having freedom, having yeah. freedom and, you know, with freedom comes huge responsibility Yep. And yeah. what that's like for and all four of us live mm-hmm. like this. We all have this. Every I'm sure people think, oh, entrepreneur, I want to have time freedom. Yeah. There is like there's more. It's actually terrifying. Time it's, freedom is scary. I was terrifying. just thinking the exact yep. same thing is that the lack of structure is terrifying. Yeah, because it's all on you. It's right. all on you. You either, you you know, I what are you going to do? All the time. And the, the, the thing about a job is that there's like there's a perceived consequence for not going to work. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's in as, as much as it sucks, it makes it a lot easier. It yeah. is easy. You, you know, I have to go to work and I'm going to do this same thing and I'm going to work these same amount of hours and that's going to give me this amount of money to pay my bills. And, you know, I'm going to pay my rent this week and mm-hmm. then my cell phone bill next week. And, you yeah. Know, yada, 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 you yada. back and into your life. Mm-hmm. And, and what I need to do. And then, oh, if I go work this side job on Saturday instead of sleeping in, then I have extra money for, the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, but there's a perceived consequence that, you know, it might not happen the first or second time, but if you don't, if you just no call, no show to, I mean, for us, like if we no call, no show three, four times in a row, you're done, you're, <laughs> you're fired. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, right. then your, your means for providing for yourself and your family and putting food on the table are gone. Mm-hmm. When you're a business owner and sp- especially with real estate, there's no perceived consequence for not working your business. Man. It's really easy to just be like, oh, I can go knock that door tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I can go call that homeowner tomorrow. Yep. I can I can go <laughs> so skip chase true. this mm-hmm. this person tomorrow. That's right. still gonna be there. Yep. And that's how that's how I think most people where they hit the wall between from something like that just sounds really good and this pie in the sky to actually turning something into a business mm-hmm. and something that you can, you know, make long term money from. 
Yeah, and we're not immune. No, absolutely not. We're not immune. That's the whole. That's no what, way. That's my whole no point. Way. Is that it's it's even yeah absolutely for me someone who thrives in structure it's it's even more amplified. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm the most in danger of that because I am th- so geared towards structure and I thrive in an environment of structure that not having that is the biggest hurdle I could get. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. What yeah. What about for you, Spin, in terms of time freedom? Um, I find myself coming to the office every day. You have been. I've noticed that. Yeah. You get to a point where you have to treat it like a job. Yeah. Like you have to treat it like it, which is. I mean, I, <laughs> the irony. The irony is almost Everything. too much. Dogs, like I can just like sit on the couch yeah. and then not do anything. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Because yep. the dogs are so fun to cuddle. Right. They mm-hmm. want to cuddle. You know what else is a big, a big pitfall, or at least for me, it was like when we first got here, I feel like I put my head down and just did everything. I did so yeah. much stuff yeah, when we first did. got here. Like, <laughs> let's build a website. Let's build a YouTube. Let's build this. Let's build that. Let's do this. Let's build a podcast room. Let's freaking, you know, let's start a construction team. Let's start a marketing <laughs> team. Let's do everything. <laughs> let's do a documentary. <laughs> let's do a documentary. <laughs> Well, we're still gonna do that. Yeah, let's stay at the river and do it all. Exactly. No, actually, it's like go, go, go. Oh my god, I'm so tired. I need to go. I need to be at the river for a month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, to like try to. It's true. So once so you do true. so much, and then then I can look back and see, like all of the fruit from everything, mm-hmm. and then, I once my head, I picked my head up for a little bit, and I I hit a wall. Once I looked up and looked around, you know, then life hits you in different ways. You got personal shit, you know, whatever. All yeah. kinds of stuff going on, and I hit a wall. I didn't. It's been difficult for me for the last year to, you know, to know exactly what I want to do after so many things where, like, you know, that I wanted to accomplish, I accomplished. It was like, okay, now what? What's next? What's the next thing? And it's the three of us have hit a wall in different years. Mm-hmm. All yeah. three of us have hit different walls in different years. When do you feel yeah. like you hit the wall? I hit mine when I when I stayed home during COVID. Yeah, that was okay. my wall. Mm-hmm. There was like a six month period there where it was a serious wall. in Hawaii. No, or when here I, when I was here. Oh, because I moved to Hawaii and put my head down and go 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 go, and then right. we, and then I came home thinking it was going to be for a break, and then next thing you knew, I was sitting and I couldn't do any of the stuff that I had been doing in Hawaii. I wasn't going to meet with homeowners with students. I wasn't sit, you know sitting down in meetings with students and coaching them. I wasn't doing any intros or anything like that. I wasn't meeting with Joel and Marianne. We. Hawaii was locked, 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 locked down. Too. Oh, yeah. yeah. You mean so, during COVID? Yeah, oh, so during yeah, yeah, COVID. Yeah. So mm-hmm. a, it was really easy for me to hit a wall, and then I did because yeah. I wasn't doing anything for sure. Yeah, somebody just said to me, um, idle hands are the work of the devil. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that. so true, too. Like, we have to set ourselves up. You know, like I was saying on our leadership call this morning, you know, we're instituting, you know, a new, we're implementing, not instituting, we're implementing a new system of accountability for us. Like, you know, um, uh, yeah, like a project management software, where we're all going to be held accountable. And so it's like, it's almost, it's with a bunch of leaders that it's interesting because we have to assign ourselves tasks. <laughs> yeah. But I was yeah. saying, you know, it's a weird thing. Like, I don't, you know, there's like this part of me, the rebel in me is like, nobody's going to tell me what to do because I'm CEO, <laughs> right? And then <laughs> and then realizing uh, uh, I need to make my own to-do list and then I need you guys to hold me accountable for it. So um, there, because there is, that's the only way to really be, um, to make impact and to move the needle in anything is to have accountability. And for us, it's for sure time management. So 
Um, would you say then that, like, that's a super, I think, helpful conversation for people to hear from us. What would you say is, if you were to, I was just going to ask you, if you were to say, um, what has been the hardest thing in the transition for you? Because, I mean, you, you know, Spoon, you, you know, you've been with us, obviously, but your role in the club, right, went changed dramatically when Dave died, right? And in many ways, you took over some, like, some of the most important things that Dave did. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. why don't you share about how that's been? Uh, I feel like now I'm getting into a rhythm, but it was definitely for the anchor because he did important stuff, you know? Yeah. finances and things like that and it's it's simple but you know it's simple but not easy like it's just a lot of stuff to have to carry because we have three if we look at it with three businesses we have our mm-hmm. personal life is a business mm-hmm. that we're trying to run we have mm-hmm. Fosel financial which does all our real estate that we're doing right. and then we have new advisory club mm-hmm. so it's managing all three and keeping everything separate but then knowing that everything is owned by one company and yeah, so it's been a, a lot of things. Then sh- then shutting down and dealing with coming up with new ways to come up with money to do things yeah. for the club to as we continue to pour into the club and innovate and make more changes and better changes for for new members. So it's just like Yeah. And it, it really is. I mean COVID changed the way we do business pretty dramatically and I think we're just now starting to see the impact of COVID you know in in I think we're seeing it in our children for sure I think we see it in Davy and Trinity very much uh and you know how we do real estate is different how we um how I think we view the world has been dramatically different. I, I think more than anything, I do believe that COVID um, has impacted the way we see the world. Uh, I think we've learned so much through it. And although I think it's an evil disease um, or virus, I guess, um, I do believe that, you know, I can see the good in it. Mm, unfortunately, the good in terms of the growth that I think it's forced us all, us all to do. So what about you, Andrew? What, do you, what would you say has been the hardest thing for you to take on since you moved back home? <laughs> um, I think, well, not I think. I went through a lot of I, personal changes when I was in Idaho, specifically with just in my personality and how I relate to the world and, and everything. And so I think the probably the biggest struggle for me was finding out where that fits now compared to where it fit before. Hmm. And why? Why did it explain more? Tell us more about that. <laughs> is there a camera on this? There is, right? Because yeah, he was going to flip me <laughs> off, weren't you? <laughs> Dang it, yeah. Um, well, when I, I mean, the cool thing, at least for me, the cool <laughs> thing about working construction was that it was a way for me to um, be introverted like I am, but still um, have like a product to show off, if you will. Like I could, I could be in my own world and and really 
the end result of things that I worked on had everything to do with me. It was all my responsibility and I didn't have to like talk or rely on anyone else or do any of that to make it beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like we, we did, we did amazing, a lot of like really amazing work. Like I show pictures or people pictures of the stuff that David and I did. And, you know, it's just, we did very unique things with, you know, working with metal and on specific jobs. And we worked on beautiful, beautiful buildings, everything from, you know, temples to, to schools and everything. And we got to do a lot of amazing work. And I, I, I just ad- adopted that way of being where I could um, make an impact, I guess, from the background. Mm. And I don't, uh, that's not really, it's not really the path here, I guess. Mm. Yeah, I get that. I still, ha- I have to like veg out and go do tinker around my house all the time mm. just so I can get that same thing. Yeah, there's a weird satisfaction as a man when you get to like build something with your hands mm-hmm. and like, you know, you we walk into these ugly empty buildings with no walls on them you know and freezing cold and everything and then Mm -hmm. multiple jobs we were on for over a year longer you know 40 50 60 hours a week 52 weeks Mm -hmm. you know or longer in a row and uh just getting to see the product transform that's one thing i really do miss about construction actually just about being more hands-on with it is that we could like just seeing the detail in in things that we did was really really cool yeah for sure and it's very like when you're good at it, it shines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you know when yeah. people are good at their trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just, you can tell. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool too. Can see that everyone looks like you. Right. Yeah, it's <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why I like rehabbing so much. I really do enjoy rehabbing, is because like you know, it's just straightforward. You know what you got to do? You go do it. I remember thinking before managing and working at the same time, managing guys, but also being a laborer at the same time. How bad? Like I didn't want to work. Like, I just don't want to work anymore. So I will just manage. So, you know what I mean? And then when you get into the management side, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to manage anybody. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Let me do it. I'll just do it. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I can do this better and faster. Please move. And we're in a market now where we don't want to touch a rehab. Yeah, we don't right. want anything to do with a rehab no, right now. Right now. Not today. It's wholesale season. Yep, it is wholesale season. It's <laughs> so true. It's so true. I mean, I don't know. I would do it. I would. I think if it if the numbers were right, we'd just yeah. be careful because we're look um, we might be doing a rehab in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, as I soon as we and say sent it. text messages to some guy yesterday and really? said, Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Nice. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Fun. So um that's super insightful. So thank you for um, expounding on that, Andrew. Um, David, what about for you? What do you think is the hardest transition? Mm-hmm. The, the hardest part of being yeah. here, maybe not the transition. I mean, maybe you know. I mean, Andrew, I said I was asking what was the, what's been the hardest part for you, the hardest thing for you to take on. Yeah, I think it kind of it goes back into like knowing what's next, like what to do to really like it's on us. And what we do if this place is going to grow, if we're going to thrive here, you know, and if not, if it doesn't, that's also on us. So it's scary. That's terrifying for me. Like building this room, you know, like this is, was a thought from, I mean, in 2018, this is something yep. we were, yep. I was talking about from yep. like, it, you know, if you look back on the podcast, you can see the room we are in and you can look now at what we have, you know? And so I think for me, it's just, fear of the unknown and not really like it goes back to the job security being able to punch a clock and just know like yeah you got to be there every day if that company goes under you just go to another company and take your skills elsewhere but 
it's terrifying to think about the idea of failing here or not being able to be enough or having people judge you, putting yourself in the limelight for people not to, or for the people not to accept you. Um, or to judge you or to, to judge or accept. Sure. And they, they do, they do anyway, oh, 100% but they do. it's doing it regardless and not, yeah. and not caring or, or, you know, or getting to a place where we don't care. Or you say you don't care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then you go home and hide under the covers and cry your eyeballs out. Yeah. 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 People are mean. Yeah, they are. People can be so unbelievably mean and judgmental. It's true. It's very difficult. It's true. When you think about it. The opportunity at the club, though, for people is it's not like anything you can find anywhere else. It's not. It's just not something that's out there. And every person I've ever talked to that's ever heard about it is blown away by it, how unique it is and what we do and the work that we do. And every time we're here and people are filled up and touched, it just constantly reminds me of what we're doing. And so we're still in it, you know. We're still here. We still are here. We're still, you know, I think that's the, that's the, that's the question. I think maybe the, the question that I wanted to answer that I imagine is in everybody's um, mind that I felt was important for people to hear from us, which is, you know, we did the podcast early on, you know, and everybody knows that you guys are here. Um, you gave up your lives, you know, and I, I was sharing from my perspective, you know, you're two young men in your twenties that, you know, came home. <laughs> Only well, one of us is in our 20s I know. <laughs> <laughs> When you came home. When you came I, when you <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy, buddy. Easy, buddy. <laughs> Easy, buddy. So, yeah. Um, and then... It happens fast, Mike. It happens. <laughs> you just Creeps wait. up quick. Very quick. So you uh, quick. That's why I keep... I'm making the jokes while I can. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but just being, you know, in your 20s and then working construction, like you guys were talking and really, you know, getting good at your trade and building stuff and using hands and, you know, clocking in and clocking out. And then, um, shooting coyotes is totally acceptable and legal. That's amazing. <laughs> so just saying, I mean, out of all the things, just a very different yeah, way. Yeah. Here the coyotes have a Facebook page. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't, anyway, I'm I don't know, but I'm just saying them, just, yeah. <laughs> anyway, the point is just I'll a very, uh, uh, what? Nothing. Okay. Very different way of life, you know, and then now you're in business Yeah. and running a business. Right. Spoon went from making sure that Dave and I had food and fresh juice and groceries and, you know, to, oh, learning real estate and, you know, doing some admin stuff. Right. Making sure a lot of our personal stuff was taken care of to now. She's, you know, (laughs) in charge of the accounting and the books. And, you know, I was just crazy what we've you know what we've taken on yeah it's crazy that dad did all of that stuff he did all he handled the rehabs he handled the books yes he got on stage and And the intros intros. i mean between the four of us yeah i mean we all you know it's taken the the three of us the three of us for sure to make up well you you have i mean you you have so many so many hats anyway you are a whole half before we got here so it's taken for sure three of us to help support you the way that dad did. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Cause it's, I mean, I'm absolutely, he was a rock star. He really was. Yeah. He really was. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. For you to then, you know, learn how to try to step into his shoes, learn to step in his shoes, Some live and walk shoes, in his yeah. shoes and they're big shoes. And I think at one point I had maybe in 2020, I realized I should stop saying you have to, you know, big shoes to fill. 
because I don't want you to feel like you have to fill those shoes, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think I told you that, like, you don't have to fill these shoes. And yeah. there was a time when we, you know, in 2020, when I hit the wall, I was like, hey, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Like, we gave it a good go. And, <laughs> <laughs> and well, <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm, bye, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> yeah. A long walk. walk. For three days. Yeah. yeah, I did say that yeah. for three days. I started with the three days. Three months later. <laughs> Went to get some milk. <laughs> Pack of smokes. I'll be right back. I just kept walking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, so I, I mean, I think that was okay. I mean, I think that my walk was something I desperately needed to do. But I mean, I don't want anybody to think for a second that you know, our journey has been, you know, all rosy and we've just been, you know, out there. Mm. We haven't been. And it's been very, very hard. It's been, and it's been a bit of a shit show. Yeah. Right. And we've had so many changes, you know, um, so many things, you know, I've, both of my parents died, <laughs> you know, so it's been, it's, yeah, it's been a lot. So we've had, you know, we've had too many funerals, <laughs> you know, and uh, those things are life changing, you know, those are life changing events. And we've had a lot of life changing events and somehow we've just been committed to mission. And I know when in 2020, when we had that serious conversation, when I just hit the wall and I, I said, I don't I just felt like, you know, I'm ready to walk away. And you guys were like, no, no, you're not. And I was like, no, I really am. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you decided, you guys told me, no, you can't. And I, I wanted to. I was ready to skip a beat. You know, I wouldn't skip out, but I would definitely consider what does it look like to not do this anymore because it's hard work. Yeah. And by the way, it's hard working together. It really is, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. on top of running this company and all the things that we do, working together in and of itself is hard. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we, it's not been easy. We love each other, but man, we. Yep. There's, I mean, there's been so many times I've thought, like, I'll go get a job. I'll just go back to construction I'll yeah. do, and I'm be happy doing that. And I just like want to be so honest about that because yeah. people think that you will get, like, you know, all the people, every person that comes through these doors wants to be in the position that we're in, in right. real estate, in life, right. financially, emotionally, all right. of that stuff. Everybody wants to be in that situation, but it doesn't like magically just get that much better. Like you're still going to, it's just one, it's something else. It's just something different. You get hit in some other way. Oh, you're financially stable. You're comfortable. Well, somebody's probably going to die. <laughs> 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 I mean, or you know, I mean, and, or <laughs> something, you know, like yeah, it's, it's, yeah, here. Jesus. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's reminding me. Oh. It's just that life doesn't stop because you reach a goal or you that get to so where true. you want to be or, you know what I mean? It's just something else. So I think the most important thing, that's why we focus so hard on our mindset, like where, where our heads are at and what we're, you know, it, our mental health is the most important thing for sure. Yeah. I, I believe that's true. Um, I, I think, you know, we talk a lot about messages that we want to send out to people. And uh, it's it's such great risk. And I don't know if everybody understands how much risk it is for us or how scary it is for us to put ourselves out there and to share our journey. 
And I know even getting the getting us in this room right now has been just a, it's just been, I mean, think about all the freaking things that happened in the last two days to get us here right now. I mean, how many freaking, like how many, how many weird things happen? I didn't want to, I was about to bail. I know. <laughs> I, I was at home. Yeah. I actually walked in. I go, so did Andrew leave? I thought for sure Andrew was out. <laughs> I almost did. He talked about it. I was close, too. Spoon said he said was, he was, was going close. to. I looked down and I was like, oh, I guess he's still here. Well, that's good. And then I was like, where's David? <laughs> <laughs> All of us just is just, it's not, it's just. Hurting cats. We are like hurting cats. Yeah. I guess David and I are related to cats. Honestly, if we're being honest, it's mostly me and Andrew. Or me and David. You know, Spoon and Andrew, you know. Show up to places when we planned him. <laughs> Yep. Show up to places and look at us yeah. <laughs> for what to do. Yeah but, yeah, but I got here on time. Facts. <laughs> I didn't know what we were going to do, so I was late. <laughs> I was still thinking about it. Still yeah. thinking about what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. That is. Talk about our emotions today. Yeah. I know. <laughs> They're nope. like, nope. I'm not here for that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Off>. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the conversation before we started was, I, I got I got pushback from everybody. We don't, nobody nobody gives a shit about our feelings. <laughs> nobody wants to hear. What we <laughs> you guys are like, and it's like we already told them. They know they know we gave up everything to come here. We don't need to talk about it again. <laughs> and David's like, yeah, nobody gives a shit. Nobody, and I don't want to share everything. I'm like, dudes, I know it is hard, and I just want our listeners to understand what we go through, and I don't want them to think that we see ourselves other than what we really are. Like we're super clear on our shit showness, yep. right? We are very, very honest yeah. about how messy we are. We are messy. Yeah. Yep. But we're here. But we're here. And I mean, if you were like, let me ask you, like, honestly, it, what is the, like, what is why, you know, like, what is your reason why? Can you just, each one of you, just give me an example? Like why? Okay, so we have a conversation all the time about stuff that we're doing, and we always have one statement. Is it on mission? Right? Is it, does this, is this on mission? What we're getting ready to take on right now, is it, is it congruent with our mission? So we always ask, you know, we always say mission first. Mission above everything because it's people over profits, right? So, but is there, do you have like in your mind, in your mind's eye, like an example, or do you have a picture or a um, story or a word or anything? Like, what do you think about when you get to that place of, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to, you know, because we know we can always go, we know we'll always make money. So we know we're not doing what we're doing for money, right? Yeah. So then what, what is it if you were to, you know, the question I'm asking, right? Yeah. I know you guys do. Yeah, for so. me, it's, it's a couple things. It's that I don't have, like, I don't feel satisfied or filled up unless, like, I don't make it about me, usually. I usually feel, well, I mean, sure, you can feel satisfied, but, like, the the most satisfied I've ever felt is when it's not about me. It's, like, the gift of giving. Like, you, when, you, or when you're gifting something to somebody, how it feels to give. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need anything in return. It feels way better to give. Yeah. And so, for me, it's the alternative. Like, I've done the job I've made good money in construction to where I could go buy the stuff I wanted to I've you know I've done a lot of different things over my life now with short life but I've I've tried a lot my hand at a lot of things and the alternative is you know I could go make it about me maybe be a little bit 
feel a little safer, feel a little more comfortable. But at the end of the day, like I'm not going to be satisfied there. I'll find I will for sure be in the same place I know I was before, which was dreading waking up, mm. not wanting to be where I was being around a bunch of people that are not inspired, not inspired, not like I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, it's pretty simple when it comes down to that. And then you just stay and you make a decision. For me, I made that decision, you know, and that I go back there all the time. Like, what's the alternative? Uh huh. Yeah. What's the alternative? Yeah. And, and I've experienced the alternative and yeah. I've experienced the bad sides of both. Right. And the good of both. And, you know, pouring into people and being vulnerable, uh, it's just better. It feels better. Isn't that weird? Yeah. The hardest thing. Mm -hmm. What do you guys think? Mm -hmm. I totally agree. What about you, Spoon? For me, I I think about us as a unit. Mm -hmm. And like if we were all doing something different, we would never see each other. Mm. Well, I would make you guys but <laughs> <laughs> well it, it'd be different if we all had jobs it's true coordinating all that it's yeah like we're all on the same schedule technically here mm-hmm. right so. i feel that that's yeah. why spoons are adopted family exactly for sure yeah yeah it's an interesting thing because um sharing dna with somebody definitely doesn't make you family it makes them like a relative yeah. You know, they have just as much impact as, you know, somebody you met on the street, truly. I am sure you share, we all share DNA with people that, you know, it isn't that they're just a relative. It's not family. Family is people that you actually do life with yeah. and that you love to do life with and that are committed to you. And I think the fact that Spoon says, I think of us as a unit, that's, that's exactly right. We, you know, we have our circle. That's what we call it. We're the circle. Mm-hmm. We are a circle. We used mm-hmm. to be four <laughs> we, no never mind that never mind that <laughs> that's that's super inside that's super insider down to four so uh is we we really are in the circle we're the circle of trust that's our that's our group chat <laughs> so that's what we call it circle so go to the circle so maybe that'll be the so name if of you were podcast. gonna if you what circle oh yeah if you were gonna leave people with something what what do you think it would be here definitely not letting you under off i think that's i think that's actually like it though is actually stay in or do that thing you want to do absolutely you know jump off of that you know whatever it is like make the leap make the leap of faith that you like whatever it is you want to do i think what is it for you andrew um yeah i think that I just know what kind of an impact the club as a whole can make is really mm-hmm. what it is for me. And selfishly wanting to be a part of that as well um, is what makes me keep showing up for sure. Yeah. Selfishly, you're selfless. Well, it's <laughs> yeah. I mean, I just, it's like true. I mean, there isn't anything really for selfless. Sure. Yeah. No, there's really not. It's cause it works. It, that's why I said it feels better. It does. It's <laughs> it a weirdest better. thing. Like when you give, well, we have been, we have a different influence on people now than we did before. Mm. What's what was before? Well, I just mean like it's a different relation. Like even with our friends, even with our friends, we have a different influence now than we did before. Like I can think about 
two two of our friends right off the top of my head who have been like you know directly influenced by us coming back to California. Yeah, actually three, you know, mm. who've been directly influenced and have benefited and you know been a huge part of helping us build what we have so far and continuing to build, but have also directly benefited not only just from business standpoint, but just like personal conversations that we can have, like you know, with our friends now and guiding them. And and I think that us pushing to grow so much has definitely influenced our friends to pu- and push them to push to grow. For sure. Because our, our, fr- our, even like I was just talking about this with one of our friends the other day because we have a, uh, how many people is there in that group? Like 10. Like 10. 10 of our friends and I think only three of them are in California. The majority of that group is our friends back in Idaho and mm-hmm. just, um, just the conversations that we have as a group and everything now and we, we you know, still do dumb, stupid fun kid stuff together like go snowboarding and go camping and ride our dirt bikes or whatever but we just have a conversation of i over the last five years we've all made huge pushes to become bigger people and i i think that that is you know like as much as as much as dad's death shocked us i think it shocked the people around us too just because of how much it made how much of our lives changed because of it yeah it made a big difference in the people that we're surrounded by the most yeah we want people to live an inspired life. We want to live an inspired life. And I want people to that are around me to be inspired, like whatever it is they want to do. Yeah. If I mean, it's real estate or they've they like our friends have made huge leaps in the last mm-hmm. almost five years since we've yeah. been gone too. It's been really crazy. Like we have friends who have gotten crazy promotions, new jobs where they've, you know, almost doubled their income, friends who have started businesses that are absolutely killing it, you mm-hmm. know, friends whose businesses we've helped grow just it's it's actually yeah wow that's super super inspiring i i know that people um love to hear that oh maybe this was all just for me mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe today was all just for me to just hear from you guys and you know have a conversation that is structured um over a period of time as opposed to us just having you know minute conversations here and there or individual conversations you know um, where maybe we know all these things, but to come together and share them, um, I think, with the world is super important and powerful. So um, I think this was a success. I think we we accomplished what we set out to do in spite of all the freaking technical, demonic opposition coming <laughs> against us yeah. to get where we are today. So um, Yeah, I hope that somebody new that I've never met hears this podcast mm-hmm. and wants to be inspired in some way. And we, I hope to meet somebody soon that hears this, that has never been here before. So mm-hmm. I'm just waiting to see who that is. Yeah. Um, the last thing I think I, that I want to talk about for me in terms of mission, you know, how I always see, you know, pictures I see in pictures a lot of times. And that's how I, I relate to the world is in my mind's eye, I get a picture of something. And so I have a, a picture of, um, you know, a cityscape of buildings, you know, like think about the New York city skyline, right. Or even the downtown LA skyline. I don't think there's a better skyline in the country than New York city. Right. If you think about the, the city skyline and in my head, I see that skyline of buildings. And when you zoom in really close, there's just, these people's faces. That's what I see. People's faces are actually what make up the building. So if mm. I stand back and I look, I see this, I see the buildings, right? Oh, aren't those pretty? And then as I look in closer, all of the buildings are made up of people's faces. Mm. And to me, 
that is the people that we impact, that we get to have an impact on, that we get to meet, that we get to know, that we get to show a way to do life and business where you are inspired and full of enthusiasm. Mm -hmm. So. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. So anyway, I guess that's it, huh? Yeah. All right. On behalf of the um, the Boswells, the circle, <laughs> we're out. <laughs> I'm Melina Boswell, your host of the Flippin' Off podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, we'd love for you to subscribe, give us a five-star rating, and tell your friends all about us. You can find more episodes of the Flippin' Off podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever else you like to listen to awesome podcasts like this. If you like what you've heard, we'd really appreciate it if you'd follow us on Facebook and Instagram and tell us the stories that you'd like to hear.